Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. As I said, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. I got to say us. I know y'all are out there. I see you, and I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back ahead together with your brothers and sisters this weekend. And just stay on top of this this spiritual itch. You know, I... Um, it's, I'm definitely not getting away from astrology. I don't think that'll ever happen. <laughs> but because I really can appreciate that language to describe spiritual realities too. Uh, but I'm, as you can tell from you know just the emergence of your world healer, the dark and lovely astro tarot goddess, that you know we're moving into some newer. T- we're evolving. Anything that doesn't evolve or grow, it Dies, and that is very reminiscent. That energy alone is very reminiscent of this energy that's pervading and prevailing and dominating. <laughs> no pun intended. That is a Pluto key word. That's dominating right now. And so, y'all forgive me one second. Oh, I apologize for that. I know that's like the worst thing you can do on air, but um. The Pluto energy that is in direct alignment, it's within one degree, y'all. This is not a game or a joke. Within one degree of the full moon in Capricorn at 17 degrees and nine minutes of Capricorn, the full moon's at those degrees, Pluto is within one degree of it. Okay? I know. If you do not understand archetypal symbolism, uh, you know, if you don't understand te- uh, spiritual technology and terminology, that might have gone. Maybe if I say Hades, Pluto, ruler of the underworld, <laughs> you know, uh, what else? Um, I've actually just been looking up a lot of stuff on uh, the devil card because it's Pluto and Capricorn joining forces with this already, just any full moon is intense. Any full moon is, is already on full. It's already intense, but then you're going to throw the planet of it's so many things, y'all, utter and total destruction. You know what I mean? It's the planet of utter and total transformation. It's the planet of death and rebirth. It's the planet of psychology. It's the planet that represents the most extreme circumstances and conditions, okay? So it's no joke. This energy is no punk. This energy ain't scared. This energy don't back down. And we started this week off with Mars op- directly opposite it. And Mars is Pluto's lower octave. Before Pluto rules Scorpio, Scorpio, Mars rules Scorpio. Mars is going to take Aries and Scorpio. 
So that lets you know Mars is powerful too. That's why they related. Mars is just that Pluto is an outer orbiting planet, so it affects us more on a generational level. It'll affect you more personally in this house position in your natal chart, but it affects us especially by sign more generationally. Pluto's going to be in a sign for like, you know, 30, 40, however many years. That affects the whole span of a generation. You didn't have children by then, so then you introduce another generation of people going through Pluto through another energy. And so they share certain experiences that way. By your house placement, it's going to be a much more catered experience to a particular area of life, one of the 12 houses. And so Mars, Pluto's lower octave, or more personal, Mars is a more personal planet. It's one of the five personal planets, so it orbits a lot closer to Earth, and its energies tend to affect us more acutely in our everyday lives. You ask yourself, okay, well, then what is Mars talking about? What does that govern? Well, hell, let's get real close to home and, and tell you what Mars governs. It governs the very physical actions you take every day. It's it governs the sexual energy, the chi, the kundalini energy that flows through us all, the, the very energy of life that flows through us, that gives us the impetus and ability to do anything. Take your pick, brush your teeth, put on shoes, write a note, uh, say, wave hello. Anything physical, that's Mars. That's what Mars governs. But it, 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 it mimics Pluto on these personal levels in ways that it, it'll show up in your attitude, right? Because it's ruling these physical actions that we take in the energy behind taking these actions, the motivation, the drive, the ambition, the courage, the, the lust, <laughs> You know, that basic sexual drive right there. Yeah, that same energy that deals with this stimulation, motivation, activation. I'll be talking to um, uh, either one of the mama's babies or just, you know, and I'll be, you can just, you can tell where this, this margin energy is taking place. And I, I tend to call, refer, I'm not talking about nothing sexual. I'm talking about Mars transiting the chart. And, and I can see, and it'll show up with them, the activation. I call it activation. Because you can be activated and motivated and driven to some BS, or you can be activated and motivated and driven to something that is going to, it's all going to pay off. It's all going to have something that it shows for the actions that have been taken, what, 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 you, what you've been driven to. You can throw sex in there. Catch a feeling if you want to. You're going to figure out real quick where you're at when you decide what to do with the energy instead of it deciding for you, oh, I have got turned on. So that I, I have to have this particular response that I, I'm used to having. That's the very opposite of this very Pluto energy I started out talking about. I, I just got on Mars because it's the lower octave, and I got on Mars because that very Mars-Pluto relationship 
is being highlighted right now. I just told you we started the week out with a month's Pluto opposition. At the time of the full moon, coming up here in the central time zone, 11.07 p.m. on Saturday evening, late night, this Mars-Pluto opposition will still be within the Generally accepted in astrology, five-degree orb is going to be at four. It's going to be within four degrees. So it's, it's definitely within the context of what a conjunction is. It's still, conjunction just means a line. So you still got to read it as they still lined up at the time of the full moon. Why is that important? That's important because just like your birth chart when you were born, and a snapshot was taken of where every planetary body was at that precise time. That's why time of birth kind of means something. It kind of means something to know what constellation was rising on the eastern, the eastern horizon uh, at the time of your birth. That's what that time denotes. And... Just like that, when we take a snapshot of this full moon coming up here this weekend, we can see that this particular energy is still going to be in play because it shows up, and it shows up tight. It shows up tight within a four-degree orb. So we can read that whatever is read in that or seen in that picture, snapshot of this weekend's full moon, you can just take over the course of the next two weeks after that until we get to the next new moon season, which is July 23rd in Leo. We will have wrapped up this new moon in Cancer and will officially be a new moon in Leo season. And so you can you can just, just like the old-timey picture, you take that picture this weekend and you just shake it over the next two weeks and see what develops. Okay, so when I was talking to y'all last week about the Mars Pluto opposition, because you know we're going to talk about it in advance. I'm going to get you, get you ready, keep you ready, so you, to keep you from having to get ready. So if you've been listening to shows, you go back and you can already see. I need to update the link, y'all. Uh, the link for, if you go into the episode description for today's show, the link to click back to the previous show is incorrect, and I'll update that after the show. I apologize. Um, but that picture is going to be developing over the next two weeks. So it matters now. It's been mattering. That's why I mentioned it a week, two weeks ago. Because it's been mattering what you're doing with your activations and motivations and inspirations and your drive and your ambition and your lust. It matters. Lust ain't a bad. I'm not no religious preacher. I'm not going to tell you lust is bad. I'm going to tell you what you do with that lust feeling is when you get to see where you're at. Those who know, those who have taken other, either they have it in their own personal charts like I do, you know, I've got Mars in a relationship to Pluto naturally. Many people do. Um, it, It may have been other transits of Mars and Pluto. We've had plenty of opportunities just ongoing throughout our lives, but definitely here recently, we've had opportunities to see 
where we vibing at. And don't, see, when I say I'm not a religious preacher, I'm not here to make you feel bad if you've been vibing on some bullshit, some low vibrational shit. It happens. I'm here to to offer to you to consider, <laughs> unlike many preachers, they ain't trying to get you to think on them, just what they say and believe what they say. Don't ask no questions. I just want you to simply consider that given these continual cycles every month, it's a new and a full moon, like clockwork, it don't stop. So these are, just imagine the double dutch. Y'all know what that double dutch do, and you got to wait, like if you did it in PE, right? And you got, they taught you how to wait for that bottom rope to come up on the back end, that's when you jump in, right? And so, you know, we're just, we're being asked to utilize our good energy, just like the energy it takes to jump out. That's, that's Mars. That's sexual energy. That's doing something productive and constructive with your energy to stay in shape. That's when it becomes important where you're at. Mars is the energy, right? If we want to be productive and constructive instead of destructive, we have to direct the energy. That's all. It's the, we're not going to hell if it comes. It's going to come. You're going to get angry. You're going to feel angry. Since we all up in the feeling season, new moon season in Cancer that governs feelings. You, you don't, you, if you ain't learned no other season but this season about some feelings and how they come real strong and how, you know, they may come up from the past and you ain't even thought about this feeling in forever, like, feelings are going to come. That's not the problem. Where people find themselves on the dumbass end of some bull crap is when they give, when they go, when they, I, I got to put it like this because I've been, I've been really digging into this Mars and Pluto energy just because, like I say, I got it naturally and natally. So it would behoove me to, like, take opportunity. This is how I advise people, you know, to take the opportunities when these particular transits come to your chart to particular houses in your chart and, or activate particular parts of your chart. Because then you get to see in a really potent and observable way in yourself and everybody else around you, you get to see what it do on both ends of the spectrum, and then you get to decide like on the front on the front row to some shit. You get to decide, hmm, <laughs> do I want to manifest that BS, or do I want to continue? choosing these higher vibrational manifestations of this energy so I can max out, so I can get the most bang for my buck. Go ahead. You thinking about it anyway? Go on back to the sexual stuff. If you catch a feeling, and see, and see, and in our current society, I did, y'all, I told y'all a couple weeks ago, I, I love documentaries, and I was watching some more video, you know, um, content that was, it's just been hitting off this Pluto energy that this full moon got onto it within one degree, 
is that so powerful and transformative and destructive all at the same time? And I, I, I was about to talk about that because I, I, y'all know I, I done went too far and ain't rep the divine righteous ancestors. They did, they go too hard in the paint for me not to just you know recognize them. Them, I say thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, to, to those that have come before us Because without them we wouldn't be here That ain't goofy spooky, that ain't religion That ain't BS, that's facts More facts Thank you, thank you, thank you brother I'm proof for this divine opportunity Be it one listener, be it a hundred weekly listeners Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of them Be it a hundred thousand weekly listeners I am ever grateful for this divine opportunity you presented to me that clearly (laughs) I was already ready for just didn't know it and um, just the opportunity to learn and develop and grow and and be that like it's just amazing thank you thank you thank you Um, Pluto Capricorn full moon yes y'all the six the six Y'all know y'all want to talk about the sex. Um, <laughs> let me get, you know what, let me get, I, I, I've been flowing. I want to go to my notes because I just want, there's some shit I don't, y'all, I'm into shit now. I'm your world healer. I'm not just looking at astrology. <laughs> so I'm just like, and I, that's why I say I love astrology because it gives us language and terminology to see every. Thing you can think about in life or death through. And it ain't hooky spooky. It ain't scary. You ain't got to say no names. You ain't got to jump up and down. You ain't got to turn in a circle. You just have to be. You have to be. That's the kicker to this energy of this full moon season. That's how you access higher vibrations of Pluto instead of end up in some BS where you didn't try to finagle your way into or out of this or that, where you, 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 you can miss all that low-buy Pluto bull by simply being and allowing others to be. You ain't got to control nobody. You ain't even got to control yourself. Go on and lose control. I was thinking about that earlier. Losing control. Do that. That's what this Pluto energy, depending on how you vibing with it, is going to come at you anyway. That's why it's death and rebirth. That's why it's total transformation. That's why you turn it from the caterpillar to the butterfly. You ain't never going to be no caterpillar again after this. Uh-uh. Anything pre-cocoon? You might as well just let that go because you're flying now. You're flying now. And I'm, I'm, I'm so – Pluto is – Mars is already passionate. I told y'all Mars is driven and ambitious. And then Pluto is the higher octave of that. That is the type of drive and ambition and passion that transforms the thing that allows for the phoenix to rise up from the ashes. I didn't make it up. That's facts. Power, that's Pluto. That's regeneration. That's cutting off the fifth point on a a starfish and the mofo grow back. That's regeneration. 
can't can't nobody cut you. Can't nobody uh, 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 traumatize your psychology or your sexuality, and you not be able to regenerate. Mars opposite Pluto that's governing this next couple of weeks. Let me tell you, like, don't put yourself in dumbass situations now over the next couple of weeks or ever. But definitely right now, it's 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 high season for that BS when you vibing low on Mars and Pluto, when you're not directing your sexual energy in productive or constructive ways. The deep, the only other option is that you're inadvertently directing it, not inadvertently, but you're directing it in destructive ways. You can't do both at the same time. Pluto is extreme. <laughs> Pluto is real black and white. And I think it's just real interesting with Pluto transiting Capricorn and then the full moon aligning there, just the intensity already that the full moon denotes and then the intensity, the extreme intensity that Pluto denotes. It's just no, it's no, this isn't the time. Like this is the time, and I mentioned this last week too, this is a time where, <laughs> okay, number one, you pick your battles real, like you just, you have to decide. You, you don't get to be, the only way you get to be, the only way you get to be is what I just said before, choosing to be and choosing to others, let them, choosing to let others be. That's it. It's a choice. You're not going to fall into it. You're not going to slide or slip into it. It'll be a choice that you make in different situations. I've had plenty in the last week, plenty, where I could, in each instant, I could have let that Mars go left. Low vibrational Mars coming right up <laughs> on some argumentative-ish or on some, you know, knuck-if-you-buck-type-ish or just on some, like, just physical, like, physical uh, uh, opportunities, opportunities to be physical in low vibrational ways. And there's a, a, a decision that must be made. Clearly, that's what I was mentioning. But the, the, the power for me has lied in the fact that I get the opportunity to make the decision over and over again where other people are like bitching and moaning or like in their this cancer season, they're like avoiding their feelings, taking stuff under the rug, they don't want to deal with anything. For those who are vibrating high on Mars, which is the soldier that's on the front line, we ain't running from itch. We got heat for whoever thinking they want some. The only difference is when you raise the vibration, God damn it, you don't have to manipulate ish if you want to call just being and letting others be manipulation. I guess, I don't know. I've never heard it referred to as anything such as that, but that is, and that's not being passive. That's not rolling over and playing dead. That's not rolling over and playing the victim. That's standing up on the front line with your mouth closed. Got to argue with anybody. For what? That's using precious and valuable sexual energy that could be aimed at productive and constructive ends and goals. I'm not wasting my good margin energy 
on some BS. I'm not wasting my good margin energy, energy trying to convince nobody or nothing. I'm not wasting my good margin energy trying to expose nobody or nothing. I'm not wasting my good margin energy trying to get back at nobody or nothing. We only don't have, I don't know about other planes of awareness, not from a conscious perspective, but as far as I can tell, you know, we're only going to be accessing this margin energy while we're in our physical bodies. It governs the physical actions that our bodies take, what drives our physical bodies. So while I have access to my physical body, which, you know, you, Tupac, uh, Prince, <laughs> Whitney, Bobby, Bobby Christina, like the next day is not a guarantee. Even when you think you're doing pretty good, got money, got this, got that. Damn sure if you don't. So why would I give you one good second, one good portion of my energy when I could take that back if you want to control something so bad. You see all these low vibrational manifestations of Pluto and I promised my I promised one of my mama's babies way back in the day I would never cry on the radio again. And I'm not. <laughs> but I get passionate. It's not me sad. It's I'm this is the this is me allowing I'm not fighting Mars opposite Pluto. I'm not fighting the eclipses that are coming this next season that this all this is leading up to and into. I'm going with that flow, baby. We in some, we in water season too? It's cancer season too? I'm allowing all these good old emotions and feelings to just like I said in weeks past already. I'm I'm utilizing the access to this powerful energy, these powerful energies. And I'm allowing it to fuel something that is actually going to produce productive, something that is actually going to build and construct and to um, edify and nourish instead of destroy the opposite, the very opposite of destroying a thing. There's a hate. I, I, I know my spiritual ish. I know that there's a time and season for everything under the sun. So I'm not saying there's no to, there's not a time to destroy something, and I'm telling you right now with Pluto running this this full moon and Capricorn show, it's time to destroy stuff for sure. But instead of ex- externalizing that energy or even internalizing it for the detriment of yourself, raise that that destructive vibration. That's that's what I was tripping on earlier, even thinking about all this energy is like. Pluto on its low vibe is powerful, but it's like it's crazy as hell. Like low vibe Pluto is on some old <laughs> coercion, some old power plays, uh, <laughs> some old uh, what do you call it? Um, criminal element, like all that stuff is associated with the Pluto energy. But when you raise that vibration, you take access all this powerful energy and you, you come to the reality of the Pluto energy that says basically it ain't no fun if everybody can't have fun. 
it's more fun to be powerful. Now, I'm talking about people who are vibrating higher than the realm of chicken chips and cockroaches. And you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not, I know if you're, if you're vibrating on that level, you, you immediately want to argue me on that point. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the higher vibrations of Pluto that say, you know, we're all connected. That's why it's a generational planet and that generationally we transform together. Generationally we evolve together. Generate when we're even speaking of generations, you're you're speaking of a of of a certain age group that's sort of dying off, a certain age group that's being born, and we're you know, we're the bridge. We're the bridge, y'all. We can take our beautiful margin energy sexual energy that we have, creative energy, passionate energy, fearless energy that we have access to, and we really can create, construct, produce for our babies, the next generation, we can produce something that is of lasting value. Pearls in Capricorn right now. We're having a full moon coming up in Capricorn right now. Capricorn is the sign of tradition. Capricorn, the Saturn energy that governs Capricorn is, is the energy that lasts. It creates, wherever it hits in your chart, it creates, it's, it's, you know, you got to wait. It's, it's, it's the earth energy, so it's like slow. It's going to take a little while. And maybe you may have to work hard, hard or smart, but it's going to last. You want, when you're doing synastry and compatibility and reading couples charts and things like that, or even if it's not a romantic situation, just, the interaction of two different charts, people's charts. If you, depending on the aspect and the planet that's associated with it, but if you see Saturn on there, it's a bit like Saturn is the, uh, considered a malefic. <laughs> it's not considered like a beneficial, it's not a benefic, it's a malefic. And so it gets, it kind, it gets a bad rap. But I guess because I'm so super saggy, y'all just lucked out, and and you get to see it manifest through me that super sagginess doesn't have to be this head in the clouds, pie in the sky. I'm manifesting real shit. <laughs> I'm still standing in. I have to. I want to be able to say because it's it's been a, since I relocated. I've you know I said I'm standing in one of my manifestations right now. That's just from three months ago. Like the stuff. You flow with the these seasons and the energies of these seasons, and you work with them instead of fighting against them. I, I'm I'm definitely here for a target. Uh, I won't say I, I won't minimize my audience like that, but I think I tend to resonate with people in my waking and you know everyday life as well as on the on the radio. I seem to connect with people who have religious backgrounds just like I did, just like I do. And so there's this there's this letting go of these constraints, restrictions, this this very energy that Capricorn and Saturn govern. The hard the hard heart smart work that you have to do to get to the the good stuff. That's why if I see Saturn on a relationship chart, it's good. It won't it won't necessarily be skipping, you know, through the lilies every day. But through the hard heart time, through the 
climbing up that mountain, you know, one foot in front of the other, even if it takes you 30 years. That's why there's the seven-year itch. Seven is a, a, a Saturn cycle. You get through that first hard, hard, smart work cycle of Saturn, seven years, and it's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, hell no. There's more to come. 30 years old, around 28 to 30 years old, that's another Saturn cycle. That's when you're having a Saturn return. A lot of people tend to, and even leading up to it, that 21-year mark where you've got seven years to go before your Saturn return, a lot of people, it's like a phenomenon, right? Where a lot of people during these times, this, this, these are pivotal years of maturing their Saturn and Capricorn. I'm, I continue to make mention of these energies of this full moon. I don't know if you're catching the correlation. Saturn governs Capricorn, Capricorn full moon. Pluto is in Capricorn. Pluto is like the star of this full moon and Capricorn show. And so it's just important that I lay out these energies because whether you listen to this live or you listen to it in the replay, if you're listening to it, you know, in the time span of now and two weeks from now, the duration of the full moon and Capricorn season within the context of this cancer new moon season, which began on June 23rd. You don't have a new moon season without a full moon in the smack dab in the middle of it. That happens every single month. This month is the Cancer new moon season with Capricorn full moon smack dab in the middle of it. That's this weekend coming up. And so we start the week out with a dominant destructive or constructive energy, however you want to utilize it, it's still not too late to make a different decision and to decide to be and allow others to be and wait. I told y'all last week when I did the tarot pool that the predominant energy was pinnacles. So damn near every sign got pinnacles. And the major spread for, the, for everybody, you got pinnacles in the, in the present and the future position. What that tell you, we entering into, we're in a season of, and we, the season we're going into next, which I'm sure them cards is talking about eclipse season, it's going to be some slow energy. That's what the pinnacles in the earth sign is. I'm telling you that about Capricorn and Saturn now, which is beautiful <laughs> when you're having Mars and Pluto, you know, Mercury and Sun, really, along with Mars, in opposition to Pluto and Capricorn. You, you want a little Saturn energy. Saturn cools things off and cools things down. It puts boundaries and restrictions up. That's going to help you if you're depending on what situation and how Mars and Pluto is manifesting in your life right now. That's likely going to help you. Um, if you need help from beyond, <laughs> this is this season is good for that too. It's just a very it's it's categorically described Capricorn, full moon in Capricorn, as a very karmic energy. Uh, what goes up must come down. You know what you reap is what you sow. What you put into it is what you get out of it. Um, you know it. I was. <laughs> I was channeling this full moon in Capricorn energy earlier, 
And, baby, I had to get the ruler out. I said, I was trying to determine. I said, no, not the knife. I don't know if that, and I said, maybe with Mars, <laughs> opposite, you know, the parent might come with the knife in their hand. But I, I picked up a ruler and said, and I was just allowing this energy to flow, and it's like, you know, you're going to at least answer for what you've done. You know, when a parent comes to the child, they already know the answer. They're not coming to you to get information. They're coming to see if you're going to tell it like a TI is, right? And so depending on your answer, <laughs> that is what determines your punishment because they already know what you did. When karma comes for that ass, it ain't coming to ask, did you do it? It already know. That's why it's not knock, knock, knocking on your door. I love how it's cancer season to y'all because the stuff is coming back. Oh, it's coming back from the past, but it's water. It's cancer season. It's 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 water is timeless. Same beach and ocean you go to. People from eons past. You know, it, it, I know about Pangea, and I get it, but I'm just saying. We ain't got – it's the same. <laughs> That's why crystals, you know, they have the same property. They've been here. You ain't got no new crystal. You just got some maybe newly discovered or mined crystal, but it's been there. And so um, – Oh, I wanted it back, y'all, so bad. I was really headed somewhere. I just, my mind keeps going to my notes. I haven't been looking at my notes. I've been, I was channeling the parent earlier. That's where I was. God, dog. And I felt that Capricorn energy coming of, you know, you're going to have to answer for, for what you've done. If what you have done has been productive and constructive, guess what? I'm coming with that check for your neck. Look. I'm coming with a check in my hand. I'm coming with a bag of money in my hand. I'm coming with satisfaction of a job well done. And when you hit Saturn on the high note, you just become the authority. When your parent don't have to come to you on some old discipline stuff no more because you done made up your bed already. You done organized your books already. You done... Got the trash out the room already. You done dusted and wiped everything down already. What you think they're going to come knocking on your door with? It ain't going to be a no knife or no ruler. It's going to be some rewards. It's going to be some good job, good, great job. It's going to be some recognition, some promotion. It's going to be the gift of the authority that you will now have of managing your responsibilities well. Our sexual energy, our Pluto energy, which is Mars, the sexual energy's higher octave, that is something for us to be responsible with. That's the higher vibration. You don't have to be responsible with it. You can be reckless. Uh, I guess in the on in honor of this Saturn energy, the Guns Capricorn, the teacher, you know, I I was mentioning earlier and I didn't get into what I I, I learned so much all the time, y'all. But I had come across some information. What got me on it was the information I came across on the holographic brain, right? 
So I was just like, I heard it before. It's, 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 it was something like that. It was like, I, that's what I'm telling you about. Y'all got this water season. It's like stuff will come back from the past, and you get an opportunity to, like, do something constructive and productive with it this time around instead of, you know, wasting the energy. Hint, hint about what I'm about to get into. And so holographic brain and all that, I got, damn, that's that's beautiful. Like, that's a beautiful, proven scientific reality that not a lot of people tend to talk about, right? So then from there, it got me to thinking, well, goddamn, if the only thing that even gives form to a thing is our conscious awareness and attention to it, hmm, I wonder what, I I think the porn came up, the thought of it came up, because of this season we're in, I have heavy Pluto Scorpio eighth house energy in my chart. So, like I say, stuff like that, Mars Pluto in my own chart, like I deal with that from my whole life, right? And so I said, well, goddamn, when people watching porn, what the fuck are is being created? What what is being uh, projected onto the goddamn film, holographic film? the reality that we're creating with the, with the same Pluto energy in mind. That is, we use the power that we have access to for constructive and productive purposes versus destructive, or if it is going to be destructive, which I am all for, there's a season for everything, even destruction and even the bringing down and the destroying of these ridiculous, counterproductive, the very opposite of productive, Entities and energies, low vibrational ones, that continue to threaten our babies, continue to threaten our the our women. We're not helpless. Don't get it twisted. But we are what is commonly known as the weaker sex. The margin energy is the more. I just told you, Mars say on the goddamn front lines. That's the male energy. Venus governs the home. Venus governs beauty and art and money, and attraction. So I love that Mars is transiting cancer because that adds a whole other layer of protection, this energy of protection of cancer, the mother. You tell me what mother is going to let some shit go down with their child on any day of the week without heads getting sliced off. There is not anything that mother would not do to protect that child if that mother is in her right frame of mind. And so there's this call to arms under this energy of this week and over the next couple of weeks leading into this eclipse season. It's going to matter then during eclipse season that everybody wants to talk about and and act full about go get your special glasses about so you can see it and everything like that. I promise you it ain't about nothing. You can go outside, look up into the sky, and see that's going to weigh more heavily in the final analysis of your time here than paying attention to the energies of it all and making sure you're going with the flow so you don't get caught up in some of them stories about eclipses. That you don't you don't want to be on that part of the story about the BS that doesn't happen because 
you were you were acting unconsciously with your sexual energy instead of consciously, and you were acting destructively with your sexual energy. Like it, it won't be anything that just started. If anything will be have it will be newly started, it'll be that you made a new decision contrary to what you have been deciding. You will have made a new decision, especially if you got the nerve to do it before this moon gets full. God damn it, you got a couple days left. Get on the good foot. Mars and energy do not wait. It Stay ready to keep from having to get ready. It governs the first sign of the entire zodiac. It's, it's ready to go, ready to go at all times. Stay ready to go when it comes to doing something productive and constructive for you first. And then, yeah, goddamn, it's it's better when you got more people in on that than in on some BS. So that's pretty much the general message that I have for you guys. Um, I I really have um, it's this Capricorn energy that was getting me earlier today. So you know, in the chair, I've been introducing y'all to tarot, and so the devil card governs. Capricorn energy, right? And so it, 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 the devil card has this Plutonian scorpionic element to it, even though, like, literally the symbol for Saturn is on the card. So, but it definitely talks about the potential for it to be greedy. It's like, think about that in terms of the sexual energy. Like, you can't just watch porn one time, right? You're going to watch it over, different ones over and over, and you're going to, and, oh, <laughs> That's what I had to share with y'all. That's one another thing, baby. Mm-mm-mm. That's why Pluto governs psychology, because it gets into these areas that are considered taboo, these areas that you know where we got secrets, these areas where there are hidden elements and doors marked enter at your own risk. And then you fuck around with the devil card that governs Capricorn, the very energy of this full moon. <laughs> and it's talking about being greedy and overly obsessed with money or sex or power at the expense of what makes us truly human. When you know you've tipped over into the low vibrations of being extreme because you don't, you don't give a fuck about other people. And I apologize. It's, you know, this Pluto energy, it's raw like that. I'm channeling this energy for y'all so y'all can feel me. It's cancer season. I need y'all to feel me so you don't end up fearing allowing the thing that you fear to be the thing to get your ass. Don't be scared of Mars opposite Pluto. Don't be scared of the full moon in Capricorn conjunct Pluto. Don't be scared of eclipse season coming up right after this. Fear is an illusion. What's real is that sexual energy you got access to and what you can do with it if you simply choose a higher vibration. Um, God, it was some good. Oh, yes, it was so good, y'all. Hold on. Okay, here it is. <laughs> I, I, I ran into a few different interpretations of this devil card, baby, but this one got me. Because I said, this right here, it incorporates more of the spiritual um, than just the astrological. So I was looking up uh, astrological correspondences to this 
energy. So um, what did I just tell y'all? The devil, this, it says this, the devil may also denote an invitation to take it easy in a certain situation and accept of things being a bit mischievous or things not getting too serious or or th- or not being in control or controlled or not being rigid and letting go of shyness and fear. This Capricorn energy of karma and the parent coming, <laughs> you know, to get you to answer for your actions, it don't have to be scary. You don't have to be afraid of it if you embrace it. Pluto governs Scorpio, a sister sign to this Cancer and Moon energy that we're in, and a sister sign to Pisces, the last water sign. And in every one of them, but especially in Pisces, because it's the very last sign. So there's this really strong emphasis on letting go there at the end, the final sign, right? Especially before it cycles back through to the first. Let go. And that's what, when I continue to have said, be, choose, make a new decision, a higher decision, to be, because you're not going to let shit be with nobody else, especially if it involves some low vibrational Mars and Pluto stuff. Somebody's just done the very thing this is saying. Somebody's been mischievous. Somebody's been getting too serious or controlling or rigid. And you simply let that sit. You accept it. This thing said, we're being invited with the devil energy that governs Capricorn, at least as it relates to the tarot. We're being invited to take it easy. Take it easy with Pluto? (laughs) Take it easy with destiny birth? Take it easy with, you know, psychology? Take it easy. Don't worry about being in control. Let them have the last word. Let them think they want. Don't be so rigid. Don't let let people be a little mischievous. You know, you you get to make a decision to be, and you can distance yourself from that, and you can get yourself off somewhere and simply be, and let them be. They don't mean be stupid. But you let them be mischievous. If somebody will manipulate the troll and vibrate low on some Pluto, let them. Do your thing. Just let me be. I'm not going to fuck with even, even. Well, okay, so it was a holographic brain and the holographic universe that led me to the porn because I was thinking, well, okay, then we're creating these. And so then the porn led me to like people who have been in the porn industry, people whose lives have been destroyed by porn, and then that led me to goddamn serial killers. This baby Ted Bundy done got on the news the day before he was being executed. His life sucked out of him for all the dirty, low-down, low-vibrational Pluto shit he did because he didn't know how to put make constructive and productive use of his energy, so he just decided to destroy, like, 30-plus lives on some old, I don't goddamn know what to do with my sexual energy shit. 
But he gave through an insight in this interview he did before he got electrocuted to let the people know he'd been locked up before he got executed for X amount of years. He done been around these people. And he said in his life, and a common thread with all the other people that was like him, that he knew personally, he said they had a porn addiction. Every goddamn last one of them. He said in his own life of this baby, killing for fun, killing, look, killing to get off, <laughs> killing to satisfy that sexual desire, raping to satisfy a sexual desire. That's the only way he can get off is to kill you afterwards and torture you. That's the only way he can get one in because just like he say, fucking around with porn is never enough. The devil car rules addiction. The devil car rules vices. You see in the picture on the car, the two people chained up. But guess what, baby? It's a loose chain. It's a loose chain. They can take the chain off. You find out that you have a sexual addiction like Eric Benet came forth. Now, apparently, I mean, apparently, we all know people can fake happy relationships for whatever reason. They feel like they're getting something out of it that that don't matter. But, you know, it was, it, I think that, I, from what I can tell on the outside looking in, that was, I think I think he had to lose Halle Berry. I think he had to get that low. I think he had to hit that level of rock bottom. I'm not putting Halle Berry up on no pedestal because she seems to have had her own journey with this same energy. I was looking up the statistics on the goddamn sex, child sexual abuse. And these bastards, I just, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for the goddamn national statistics to say that out of all, if you've got a room of 100 children that's been sexually assaulted, 80 of them, 80 were sexually assaulted by their parents. Corn, the parents. Mars opposite Pluto, some bullshit. When it's low vibrational, when it's high vibrational, it's everything I already mentioned, that we are taking constructive and productive use of our good sexual energy that we don't want to give away. We want to direct it into things that are going to produce and construct for the next generation. We're going to be out here. We're going to have access to this margin energy for a specified time, Saturn that governs Capricorn rules time. That's why it's such a karmic season because eventually it becomes time. Eventually there's a time for the parent to come home. They could be gone all day. You know they're coming home. Eventually it's going to be time for them to come home. And you're going to have to answer for what you did while they was gone. There's nothing to be scared of if you've been at home goddamn making up your bed Wiping down the counters, vacuuming, folding up clothes, doing your homework, and you sitting down in a clean house reading a damn book when they come home. What the hell are they going to say? But great job. 
I, you know what? I've got something for you. I knew you was here putting in that good work like you normally do, and I brought you something home. That's the reward that comes from you're not getting the reward when you don't aim and direct the energy productively and constructively. And if you want to call the what you get for for directing your energy in destructive ways a reward, feel free. But you'll probably end up feeling like it's more like a consequence or you done got that ass tap or a foot dug off in it. Whatever you deserve, whatever you've earned for your work. It's not going to miss. You see what happened to old Bundy boy? They put that work in on him. His time ran out. The parent came home in the form of that good old, I think he got electrocuted, yeah. So it matters. And even though Pluto is running this full moon show and it's this energy, like I said before, the door marks enter at your own risk. The secrets and the mysteries and the hidden things and the, the psychological things, you know, the deep things, the intimate things. That does not have to be a scary place. It can be exciting. You could be, you could be fired up. I know, like I said, I've been channeling this energy. What's been, what the sensations I've been sensing and feeling is uh, my, like that, that center, your center, like your, where the seat of your willpower is, the solar seat, the sun seat, the uh, solar plexus. It's been hot. It's been, this used to happen to me when I was a child a lot, and I guess it used to bother me so bad back then because I didn't know what it meant or what to do with it. <laughs> but I would tell my parents, I would tell my parents, I would say, <laughs> I feel like the sun is in my stomach. It would just get so hot that I would lay down and I would pull my shirt up so my stomach would be exposed so it could get some, like, cool air on it. Or I would even go to certain extents and put, like, you know, uh, either I get a piece of ice and rub it on there or put something cold on there or what. But I've been experiencing that same uh, energy here lately. And clearly now in my (laughs) awareness and consciousness, um, and knowledge, growing knowledge, I know what that is. That's that Mars and that Pluto. That's that fire that's burning on the inside of me passionately, ambitiously to produce and construct something of lasting value that the next generation can benefit from. If I tear up everything, what they going to have to benefit from? We have a responsibility, Capricorn, Saturn, the parent. We have a divine responsibility to raise our vibration, point blank, period. You can keep sitting in front of the TV for 85 hours. You can keep uh, watching low vibrational, you know, material. You can keep eating low vibe, quote, unquote, food. We don't stop calling it food. Go on and put it in the quotes because you know that shit ain't real. We can keep having low vibrational interactions with people on some BS, like engage. the fact that you even continue to engage the person you're having these BS uh, interpersonal relationships with, that's like, that's a decision. 
as opposed to the decision to be and to let others be. You continue to choose to engage on some BS. It's reaping time for that ish. It's karmic season for that ish. It's harvest time for that ish. That's it, now or never. This might be an eclipse season where, look, dramatic and drastic things happen at eclipse season. High vibrationally or low vibrationally. Some people, you hear other astrologers and stuff, some eclipse seasons go by and, you know, their business goes in a whole other direction. They hadn't seen, you know, coming before. These spiritual leaders, you know, and just the ones that are going with the flow of nature, they know what time it is. They're not fighting ish, they, and they dang sure ain't fighting nobody because they know <laughs> that's a real quick way to lose your good energy. You need all of it. So uh, it was some more good, great stuff in this article about the devil. Um, I'll mention the website at the end of the broadcast, um, the devil card that which governs. And it, it goes, like, literally into how, you know, in the religious uh, sectors, how the devil ended up getting <laughs> such a bad rap, like, you know, and then it goes into how the very energy of, of Pan, P-A-N, that governs Capricorn, it, astrologically, like, it's located in the constellation of Capricorn, represents Saturn, and then that's where we get the whole idea of Satan from, too. I mean, not Satan, Santa. I, I do mean Satan, but I meant to say Santa. It follows the same time of the year that when the ancients used to celebrate Saturnalia, right? Winter solstice, Capricorn, season starts at winter solstice. You know, the evergreen tree being connected to a feature of Pan that governs, that, you know, has rulership there in Capricorn. So it's like, you know, these religious people, they're so funny because if they would just dare to have some self-awareness, like got, long gone should be the days of you blindly following some pastor. Like it's just there's no other way to say it. At what point do you take responsibility, Capricorn, full moon, Saturn, the devil, Satan, Saturn, Santa? <laughs> At what point do you begin to take responsibility for yourself and for the next generation? What's I continue to say the next generation because if I know this culture then cut, it might cut you off from it. You might not think a lot about the next generation. I don't want to take that for granted, and I don't want to make you feel bad if you don't. What I'm purporting here when I talk about the porn and the holographic brain and the holographic universe and the serial killers, what I'm talking about, what Ted Bundy was talking about, is because he, he said he was exposed to porn, I think he said he was 12. And he said that was it. Like, that start, that's what he, he, could, he could track it. Like, at that point, it was like this, this hunger, you know, and, and it, it, because it was such an addiction, devil card, tarot, Capricorn, Saturn, full moon, because it was such an addiction, just like the devil, the vices, it, he was never satisfied, so he had to go first. And it's like the drugs. You get that hit, they say the, the hit, and then you never, you chase them the first hit you got. But in order to get there, you got to go further and you got to go farther. And, and, and 
try more deeper, <laughs> lower vibrational, you know. And so I just, I want us to challenge ourselves uh, to aim for higher and definitely for the sake of the next generation because uh, of the point I was getting at was that the porn led him to have an unhealthy relationship with sex, an unhealthy and destructive understanding of what his sexual energy was, what, what sexual energy in general was. And so it, he wasn't able to be constructive or productive. You're not able to, he didn't have any children. No, did he have children? But this energy that pervades this pornographic industry, it, it's not, <laughs> you don't see them on there doing the little storyline with the uh, pregnancy sticks. Like, oh, baby, yes, we're going to have, you know, oh, I can't wait to have your baby. And you don't see none of them storylines. It ain't never on no be fruitful and multiply-ish, never. It's on some I'm going to beat you up while we're doing it. Literally, I'm going to beat you up. It's on some, I've got to do something with somebody that is, that at least, even if they're grown, they'll be an actress or an actor playing a child. And then they got the nerve to have the damn family dynamics going on. Like, it's a thing. And so if this is, it, and over and over, I started doing so much research. Over and over, people kept saying, these young ages, they either got <laughs> exposed to porn or they got sexually traumatized. I watched a documentary a long time ago about a family, a family. This, these, this couple had like eight, nine children. And the daddy was doing all kind of stuff. Watched another documentary a while back. Family. And the mama just turned a blind eye. And I can't judge. I cannot judge. I I, I, I want, trust me, I'm super saggy. I want to sit in the judge's seat and be like, no, fuck that. The mother and the child, the father and the child, fuck that. That's bullshit. No, 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 no. But you got, y'all got to think. That's why Pluto considers the all. And it ain't no success or rewards unless we all striving for, aiming for, and getting them. We have to re- regenerate, allow ourselves to be the Pluto regeneration that we're going to have, that we have access to right now. The Pluto cycle of, of rising from the ashes, the sexuality of our babies is on the line, the healthy sexuality of them. What, what our generation right now is living through is some old fucked up ashes, like some straight up ashes. But this energy is here to remind us it's not going to be here forever. I mean, Pluto's always there, but I'm just saying, this potent, powerful alignment with this full moon season that's active in our lives right now is here for us to have one of the highest octaves of Pluto is healing, transformation, psychological healing and transformation the healing of our taboos and our deep sexual desires and traumas, all of that. 
That's what happens when you give your good energy over to something productive and constructive. You can take what is meant for destruction and you can flip that. You can transform it. You can cocoon it and have you some butterflies instead of slithering around on your belly, missing out on the view. The real view, not the paper view, not the porn click view. The real view, um, I had gotten so far into the, uh, my studies of this energy, this powerful energy that we have access to starting, like I said, I started with the holographic brain. And I, I ended up where I already had been when I had made a decision a, long, a while ago that I wouldn't watch any more porn. Like, you know, I, honestly, I mean, I'm bit, it's cancer season, y'all. I, I've listened to some astrologers reveal some stuff at the beginning of cancer because cancer, cancer governs the most private part of our chart. You know, it's at the bottom. But our feelings are there and how we support ourselves are there when there's nobody around to support us. This, this is how we support ourselves. And... Uh, and he, this one astrologer with, at the beginning of the season, he was just saying that was a good thing to do, like to vibrate high with the cancer energy, was just to go with the flow of this because it, 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 it's killing waters and cancer as well. Cancer, Scorpio, that govern, is governed by Pluto and Pisces. All the water signs have quite healing properties. Um, you can think of water in a physical sense and say something very similar, even going to the water, going to the beach, going to the ocean. You know, it's like it's healing, energy, drinking water, soaking in the tub, cleansing, all that stuff. And um, he he told a story. I'm not going to tell you who it was, and I ain't going to tell the whole story, but he told a very personal story about this time. He cracked on himself, and I was expect I don't I don't know what I was expecting. I guess I was expecting some ridiculous story, and it was quite ridiculous. But it was it was like <laughs> after he got through telling me, it was like you know what? If I had to have a I shit it on myself story, I would want that one. That one's actually pretty cool. He was uh, running in a, a a relay race, and his leg he he won his heat. He won his leg. But he had put he had, he had pushed that physical energy so hard and so fast he didn't realize it until he stopped running. Uh, he had finally stopped running, and that's when he he was you know going down walking and stuff. But I guess you know he kind of felt the sensation. <laughs> and so, um, what was the one I was going to tell y'all? Oh, about the porn. <laughs> Honest to God, truth, y'all, and I, I don't know if this is going to make me sound super vanilla. I don't care. Like, whatever. If it heals, I'm doing it. For, I'm, say, I'm even saying it at all for healing purposes. So I'm putting it to some productive and constructive use. Help somebody. My favorite porn used to be the kissing porn. The kissing porn was so cool because I told you I have the Mars and Pluto all up in my chart. So I'm already, and I had those, you know, sun in my stomach when I was a child, like, I'm, I'm always generating this life force energy. And, you know, as a child, had no clue what to do with it, so I just laid down and pulled my shirt up, cooled off, cooled down. Um, but that was my point of choice. Like, the kissing, it was so passionate. It was so, like, ridiculously passionate. Like, you're going to freaking 
eat somebody's fucking face off. Like, that shit was awesome. That's how you want to be kissed and kissed, you know? <laughs> so, um, but a, 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 long, a, a while back, I made a decision to quit watching porn because I said, you know, I, and, and it came full circle because when I was doing this research, one of the, the downfalls of porn on the brain and the body, like there's this mind-body connection that people just, they don't, they don't think about. Like, hmm, maybe this particular addiction or habit, because it's not producing, like one guy said, I was listening to, he was like, you don't get up from porn and feel like, yeah, I did that shit. Like, you know, I'm on top of the world. <laughs> like, you, you're not achieving anything of significance and importance with lasting effects that will benefit the next generation. And so, um, but he said that you're you're desensitizing yourself, not just if you watch it. Clearly, you don't even have to be watching violent porn. I mean, kissing, it could get pretty violent. Like, you're like, God, are you going to suck some fucking tongue out their throat? (laughs) But it doesn't have to be violent or not when you're watching these outside images that aren't from you. That's, That's the dangers of, like, advertisements and, you know, like we're getting these messages bombarded with them on a daily basis. And so we don't get to be in tune with who we really are and what we really want. We don't get to just be in this society. We don't get to just be left alone. They won't leave us alone, y'all. They want our souls. They want us to be consumer zombies and um, consuming porn as well. And so... uh, it just it, it's a disassociative uh, practice, and the statistics show that the people that do engage, just like this serial killer and all these other people that I heard their personal stories, um, they don't get to, it robs them of a normal functioning life with their sexual energy. It's not the same. Looking at somebody and getting yourself off looking at them through a screen. I think it'd be even different if you watched it in person. Like, I don't. I think it would be even less destructive if you just watched it in person, <laughs> because at least you're there and you can engage on an energetic level. You you don't get to hide behind a screen. You if if it was in real life, you unless you had some privileged lifestyle and you could just swing it like that, you know, you probably couldn't just sit up. And, and, you know, people got shit to do. People got places to go. You got to watch people. My point is there's a dysfunction that plays out as a direct result of our society's interaction and relationship with our primal, natural, blissful, powerful, you know, transformative, uh, rebirthing, you know, that we can, we can produce life with this energy, and that's been something that's been lost in our generation. You're not hearing people, they a lot, and just, you know, I want to have children. If they have children times out of 10, that was not the plan, or it was the plan, and they just have no concept of what parenting is, and they're breeding 80%, y'all, in a room full of 100 children, 80 of them traumatized sexually by a parent. Facts. 
A child is sexually assaulted every eight minutes. Facts. In America. So this is a is, is a real divine opportunity we're being given here to access this very powerful, potent, primal energy. And to do something with it we can be proud of. Like you can just be into all types of porn if you wanna be. You can't tell nobody. Like <laughs> you can't just be you can't just you know the terminology that I, I continue to see used is unacceptable. Who's going to accept that shit that you like to suck off babies? Who's going to just be like, oh, that's tight, that's cool. You did that shit. Unless it's some more low-vibing entities and there's a culture being breeded for our babies, tailor-made for them, that puts them on the front line when we need to be on the front line. Defending them. Protecting them. Building and constructing and producing for them. They're us. They're extensions of us. They're going to rise up and tell on us. Forget the parent coming home. Them babies going to grow up. And they're going to tell it. That age range from 21 to 30 that's a pivotal time. You can suppress some stuff if you want to. You can forget some stuff happened to you in childhood if you want to. It's going to come back. It's a, a trend that's going to happen. <laughs> and that's just going to come back. You're going to be like, God damn it. I didn't have the terminology for it when I was a child. I didn't know how to describe it or tell anybody when I was a child. But God damn it, I know what that shit is now. And I know how to articulate it. And I know who to communicate to about it. And I know that I need help with this. This is a heavy burden. And I don't want to carry it anymore. Um, I definitely invite anybody just who has dealt with sexual trauma or abuse to reach out, even to me. Like, I got a lot of info. I got a lot of resources. And I got a lot of experience. Yeah. Thank God I don't have to tell the story that it was a fucking parent that did the shit to me. And thank God I'm on some old transformative Pluto-ish <laughs> fucking around with a Capricorn full moon where I no longer have to slide around on my belly with it because I know what to do with this now. I know why it had to happen to me. And once again, thank God it wasn't at the hands of my parents. I don't have to tell that fucked up ass story. But, yeah, some shit happened when I was in a vulnerable state called childhood and didn't know nothing about goddamn nothing. Some old low vibrational Mars Pluto is. When when the parents were at, at the home, both of them, and doing what they were supposed to do. Some shit still popped off on some old, you would have just never imagined that you couldn't leave your child alone with a same-sex babysitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm revealing some shit because the shit gets deep. When you fuck around on low vibe Mars and Pluto, it can get ridiculous. Ask Ted Bundy how ridiculous it can get with the porn addiction, with the holographic brain. It's important what we feed our minds. 
It's important what we feed our bodies. Feel free to masturbate all day. It's a healthy practice. Don't watch porn. Utilize your fucking brain and your goddamn imagination and the sensation of putting yourself in a place of supreme satisfaction that don't have nothing to do with no goddamn electronics or nothing battery-operated, unnecessary. Put utilizing your sexual energy to manifest something you actually want instead of BS you don't want. I'm not saying this to be sensational. I'm not saying it clearly in a cancer private house season. I'm not saying this to put my business out there. I'm saying it because it gets the, the, the little tidbits I done told you, that's how I know I've, I've been put in the position I've been put for a reason because it gets worse than that. I've heard stories from people, personal testimonies, where it gets a hundred times worse than that. I ain't said nothing. That was nothing. Like, especially looking in hindsight and getting on top of this ish to 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 utilize it to 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 do the very thing. Like I said earlier, what was meant for evil is is this Pluto gonna turn it around? Pluto gonna transform it? Pluto gonna rise it from the ashes? Pluto gonna butterfly that? Uh, Caterpillar. That's how vibration of Pluto. See that energy within yourself and let that Mars activate you to follow through on those steps. You're going to do something with your energy. You might as well make it good. Good for you and good for those that's coming behind you. That's the least we can do as we grow, as we mature. Capricorn, age, time, maturity, discipline. Yeah, you can watch porn all goddamn day if you want to. Or you can put a, a restriction there, you know. I'm going to masturbate <laughs> since I'm single. just not going to watch porn. I'm going to utilize, I'm going to discipline my masturbation practices for constructive, productive, purposeful manifestation use. Instead of destroying good energy, on some bullshit, on some low, low vibrational lust versus high vibrational sexual energy that is the very stuff that life is created of. That, that's what we've lost touch with. You can't get a screening pregnant. So we've lost touch with the reality of our sexual energy. There's just so much to say. I will mention that there is a beautiful um, alignment between Mercury and Venus that is coloring this full moon season as well. So there's there's some ease being offered to us, especially as it relates to our communication. You know, I've mentioned in weeks previous, hey, the best thing might be just to not provoke contention and the arguments and all that stuff, to just shut up, right? With Mercury, sextile Venus coloring our next couple of weeks, I'll definitely modify that um, and just say that kill it, kill them with kindness. Like I'm working on some stuff. I ain't said nothing yet, cause baby, I'm working on some Mars opposite Pluto stuff that's gonna transform lives, baby. Some some sexual, psychological healing stuff that's going to transform lives. And Mercury sex Venus is just saying some some comfort is, is on tap. 
Like, we can access some comfort. It's even as it relates to our communication, that even as it relates to our connections, even as it relates to our negotiations and our business dealings, even as it relates to how we move around and flow, you know, amongst each other. So there's opportunity over the next couple of weeks for love and affection to have their place or at least for it to be expressed. That may be a way that you get on top of this Mars opposite Pluto and and heavy Capricorn uh, or Saturn energy if you're experiencing it low vibrationally is to start with yourself for sure, but but show yourself that love and affection. And I'm not talking about masturbating. I'm talking about you know, the way you talk to yourself, you're not a fucking victim. I'm not a victim. I am a survivor, and I'm not just a survivor. I'm a thriving survivor, okay? I'm a thriver. And because I'm a thriver, I get to feel at peace. I get to feel beautiful. I get to feel love, and I get to feel affection. I don't have to continue to engage with my sexual energy in a low vibrational way. I don't have to continue to get sexually abused or assaulted. I I have grown. I have matured. I am no longer a child. I have come into the full awareness of what occurred, the full awareness of my place in it, and no child, no child has deserved to be sexually assaulted or abused or to be neglected. So no child is responsible for their own abuse or neglect. Um, but that's where the Mercury Sex Venus comes in, where you start showing yourself love and you, you, you love on yourself. My God, if you knew a child that that happened to, you'd want to hug them. You'd want to show them some affection. You'd want to love on them and let them know you are so priceless and valuable. And I, on behalf of the person that did it, I apologize that they deemed you of such low value because they did not value themselves that they put you in a position to be traumatized. I apologize on their behalf. You know, and people who've been through stuff like that, some of them, they can't handle hugs. They don't want to be touched because they don't have any good association in their mind of, of physical touch aside from trauma. You'll notice when you, when you unplug from the goddamn matrix and you plug into your feelings, the very feelings that people plug into the matrix is trying to run away from and avoid. They don't, they don't give a damn about being bombarded with endless messages. Hell, they want a distraction. But when you get real unafraid and you stand up in your power and you make a decision to simply be and allow others to be, that's when you get to fly like that butterfly and rise from the ashes like a phoenix and just be on some look. I ain't even tripping on the people that did that shit to me. Like, I didn't see all of them get they just deserved in this lifetime. So one person who sexually assaulted me actually had the nerve to come back and try to, I don't know if they forgot they did it or what, but actually tried to come at me later on in my life on some, 
consensual shit. Like, goddamn, you already took the shit. No. <laughs> Why would no? It was no then and it's no now. It's just that I'm not a minor anymore. And I know what the fuck time it is and what's going on. So Mercury sex obvious, I just wanted to mention that because it doesn't have to be like this devilish quote unquote couple of weeks. It can really be a couple of weeks where you learn you know, where you experience and you learn through experience what it feels like to stand up in your power even if you're silent. That don't take none of your power away. But you stand up in your power and you let it be and you just be and you just heal. Higher octave power for Pluto is emotional healing. Them deep waters, them psychological waters, them taboo waters. Uh, coming up in the week ahead, just so you know, also July 9th, um, that's July 8th, late, late night, 11.07 p.m. That's full moon. July 9th, um, the next night at 9.12 p.m. Central, the moon squares you in it. Three hours, 23 minutes, the moon is void. So it's already nighttime. Probably ease off into some good sleep, um, going through stuff, looking for stuff, refining stuff with you and stuff, uh, getting good rest, and getting rid of excesses. Full moon energy may have you shedding some stuff emotionally, like physically, getting rid of stuff. So that um, next night, Sunday night, could be the emphasis for some of that. That'll be cool. It'll be in line with the energy. Um, later that night, 11.35 p.m. Central, the sun opposes Pluto. Just what Mars did earlier in the week, sun's about to do it. Right here in alignment with the full moon, it's one of the major full moon aspects. If the moon is aligned with Pluto and we're in a full moon sun opposite moon, then the sun's opposite Pluto too. And so that is exact uh, the next, the very next night. It happens once a year. It's been happening once a year. Uh, next year, it was uh, July 7th last year and going to be July 12th next year where we have the annual sun opposition to Pluto. And so there's just a reminder here. Um, there will be an energetic reminder, I'm sure, the next day when it becomes, the next night as it becomes exact in that next day. Um, it can talk about, you know, some sort of crisis with your self-esteem. It can talk about some sort of crisis with a, with a relationship. It can talk about some sort of crisis, and it's in the aspect of the full moon, sun opposite Pluto. That's going to produce something. I'm telling you now how to make sure you're on the high vibrational end of that energy. It could talk about a crisis with an event. And so there, it talks about self-destructive behavior, like addiction, like being stubborn, like spying. You know, Pluto in its lower vibration, this very Pluto that's opposing the sun that's aligned directly with the full moon, it it just it has a lot of it has a lot of low vibrational in energy that's really easy to fall into, okay? And it governs Scorpio, which is a fixed sign, and that's where the stubbornness can come in. You can be stubborn, unhealed, and I don't want to stop watching porn. I like my porn. 
I don't want to stop molesting my child because I like it. Fuck the child, I like it. Or you can raise the vibration of that stubbornness of Scorpio and Pluto, and you can turn it into determination, okay? Determination to uh, for to fight on behalf. If you're going to fight Mars or Pluto, fight on behalf of the victims of these perpetrators, the victims of manipulation, the victims of jealousy or, or others dominating them, spying on them. I saw the, the Elizabeth Smart girl. She popped up in my research. God damn it if she didn't say the dude that kidnapped her for, what was it, like nine months she was gone, right up the street from her parents' home. Ain't that crazy? Right up the street. And she said, well, he was already raping her like every day, you know. What she didn't know is he had a porn addiction. She said one day he came home with a new magazine, and I guess it was like, you know, a certain kind of porn that, you know, he was just now getting access to. He lived like in in the mountains, like in a shack that he had built, him and his wife. And I'm telling you, it's some sick shit, especially when the couple, like when the, the other person, I told you with the other stories, like the, the wife was there and either co-signing it or scared of shit, just feeling powerless when that ain't even the case. And I can't, once again, I can't judge, I can't fault her. She was probably a victim of that bullshit in her own home. And so she grew up with that as a norm and thought, okay, well, I done met a grown-ass man that wants to marry me, and he's got these same characteristics and traits, porn addiction. Well, my dad had porn. And... No. So it's our duty, the ones of us who have done the healing work and are continuing doing the healing work, to utilize the power, uh, powerful energy of determination as opposed to the low vibration of the stubbornness. Uh, to transform these situations for the better, okay? So that's the energy of sun opposite Pluto here in the week ahead. Some people that were born with this powerful energy and doing something higher vibrational with it, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., Muhammad Ali had, was born with sun opposite Pluto in his chart, uh, Angela Davis, uh, Arsenio Hall. So... Somebody figured out how to do something productive with it, right? Um, moon enters Aquarius. It comes out of Capricorn, out of the void moon from uh, earlier that night, and it what goes ahead and shifts into Aquarius at 12.35 a.m. Central on the 10th, okay, Monday, Monday early, early rising. And so you're going to wake up Monday rising definitely Still with the sit Saturn governs Aquarius too, so I'm not going to act like the. But it, but it's Aquarius. It's also this Uranus ruled area, um, and so you could feel uh, earlier in the week, right after the major full moon energy starts to dissipate, you can feel like breakthrough energy. <laughs> you might, you know, you could have like a, a flash of insight or awareness that that comes on the heels of this potent, powerful energy of crisis and change and, you know, do, doing something productive with our energy. And you could be inspired by that to do, to take it to another level. 
Aquarius talks about ideas, you know, um, thinking outside of the box, um, outbursts, outbursts. It could be, you know, it could still be some full moon. It's just two two days a, a day after the full moon, so it could still be some full moon energy popping up then, and it's really going to pop up if, if it pops up while the moon goes into, uh, into Aquarius. So be on the high side of that, too. Um, it's kind of a detached energy, so if you need to kind of, it's a connecting energy because Aquarius governs friendships and networks and groups, right? But it's also an air sign, and it has a detachment where you, you, you're not scared to be different. You're not scared to think outside of the box. You're not scared to be cutting edge. You're not scared to be unusual or weird. You're not scared to, um, you know, think in a new way. And you could definitely, this could be a time where you retreat into books or retreat into solitude. It's a fixed sign also. So, you know, there's this energy of just being able to go your own way. It's a sign of freedom. So if you need to go off on, on your own way early in the week, fine. You're in complete and total alignment with the moon energy. <laughs> Um, celebrities that were born with their moon in Uranus uh, in Aquarius are actually Muhammad Ali again, Lil Wayne, Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, and Solange. Y'all know Solange is a little different outside the box, you know, unconventional, quirky. Some may say weird. <laughs> that probably, since the moon governs, you know, uh, a significant part of a woman's chart, that could be why it plays out a little more on the weird end than in the men's chart. These men would be attracted to women like that since their moon is in this time. Muhammad Ali, Little Wayne, you know, he he has women of all kinds. Denzel <laughs> Washington more than Freeman. So um July twelfth, there on next Wednesday, um, seven forty AM Central, the moon goes void again in Aquarius for three hours and eleven minutes. So at the very um early portion of that day, if you have an interview, let's just say, before noon. <laughs> I would push it into the afternoon that day um, on Wednesday. It's a great day to have an interview. Wednesday, Mercurial Day, that's awesome. The energy will be on your side and in your favor. Mercury's still moving full steam ahead. It doesn't go into retrograde shadow until later in the month. Um, just don't do it that Friday. Do it in the afternoon. In the rising, uh, you know, finish up stuff you started in that Aquarius moon energy. Uh, Take stock, make to do list of things. It's only going to be there for three hours. So, you know, get organized for what you're going to do when the moon enters Pisces at 1051 a.m. Central on Wednesday. And that's where more of this energy of just being, simply being, being meditative, creating a wide open schedule. Um, this Pisces is the last sign the moon's going to go through and before it starts another cycle of the moon being in Aries. Okay, so we're wrapping up energetically starting. Wednesday, late rising, 10.51 a.m. Central, we're energetically starting to wind down this zodiac lunar cycle, okay, this time around. And so we're going to communicate more in symbols and images, be mindful. This is a very sensitive area for the moon to be in. So, you know, there are no boundaries. You just merge with everything there. So you might want to make sure you're around some people during this time that you don't mind, like, having no boundaries with. So that's Wednesday, 
the 14th, Friday, the, the, the moon goes void in Pisces at noon, 12 p.m. noon, uh, for six hours and 52 minutes. It's the longest void moon of the week. And so um, 12 p.m., so that's until about 6 in the evening on Friday. If you go out, hang out Friday, just make, it, make sure it's the people you already know, especially in this climate of Mars opposite Pluto. Like Mars opposite Pluto is the energy where you literally could get sexually assaulted. It's not a joke. It's not a game. The energy is real. Everybody is not vibrating high on their Mars and Pluto. Facts. And if the shit go on in a damn <laughs> void moon, they might not hear about you. They might not find your body. Because stuff that goes down in a void moon, nothing tends to come of it. That's why this ain't the evening, Friday evening, to meet up with new people. Um, the 14th, uh, later after that, in the afternoon, 3.46 p.m., Mercury sextiles Jupiter for the only time this year. The next, it, it did it last on November 22nd of last year, and it won't do it again until January 25th of next year. And so that's going to broaden our minds. That's going to broaden our communications. That's going to that's some good energy for some stuff to get expanded, some wide knowledge, you know, some a broad outlook, open-mindedness, um, questioning and cu- being curious. Um, expressing yourself, you know, in a very broad way. Um, well, people born with that alignment tend to manifest it more this way. In, a, in the way of, by way of transit, it's still the broad outlook. Um, you tend to have better decision-making skills and ability to plan for the future because it governs, like, looking ahead uh, and good communication. That would be, dang it, that's Friday afternoon. Ain't nobody doing no interviews at the end of the day, at the end of the week, but that would have been tight. <laughs> um, that should bode well for the next transit, which is uh, at 6.52 p.m. Friday night, where the moon actually goes into Aries. This could be a Friday night where you cannot stay at home because Aries got the moon. We will have just come out of moon in Pisces. It wants to be, be meditative, reflect, wind things down. Finally, the moon enters Aries Friday night. We're going to, like that energy is going to speed up. Okay, we're going to be feeling restless. Like we want to do something. So just know that in advance and plan accordingly. Once again, the energy that's pervading the next couple of weeks. It's everybody's not vibrating high, and it's and, and because everybody's not vibrating high, it could be extremely Pluto moves the extreme, and the taboo and the psychological. And Mars is sex, and Pluto is Mars is higher octave, like, and Aries is governed by Mars. <laughs> so, you know, if you have a teenager, you know, that you let go out, if you have a college-age student, you know, be, like, check in. That's the other thing that I noticed through all these stories, like, and even my own story, if, if it's taboo to talk about sexual energy in your house, how do you expect the babies to manifest it high vibrationally if they don't know what the, it looks like? And the only thing they know that it looks like is some low vibrational BS that somebody at school shows them or that they heard about or, you know, or they end up getting traumatized themselves. 
I can recognize that pattern in my own life. You know, my parents, they, they just, I came up in a religious household. Ain't sex what? Why is we finna sit up and talk about something that ain't nobody up in here except the mama and the daddy that they am doing anyway? So religiosity, religious factors could play a role in in why our current society is just so ass backwards when it comes to pure innocent. Everybody got it. Sexual energy, but at such a young age, and for time beyond past before us, it's been perverted and low vibed out, and and that's what we feed the babies. Not consciously, we don't give them the porn, but we don't give them what they need to be productive and constructive with what they have. Oh, they're too young. God damn it, are they too young to get goddamn molested? You want to talk to them after they get molested. That's when you want to talk to them about the goddamn shit. Fuck out of here. My baby's going to know. That's why I'm on here dropping this now in the archives. It's It's not dirty if you vibing high. It's not destructive if you're vibing high. It's nothing to be ashamed of if you're vibing high. It's something to be treasured and honored and valued and appreciated and and proudly talked about. Baby, you see this picture of this woman with a bathing suit on or this child with a bathing suit on? The areas that the bathing suit covers up those are called your private areas or your private parts. The one at the bottom is called, referred to as your genitals. That's not a bad word. That's what they are called. The ones at the top are referred to as your breast area. That's not a bad word. That is the name of that area, be it a boy or a girl. These areas are private. If anyone who is not treating you medically in the presence of me or your daddy is touching these areas, including me or your daddy, you need to tell somebody that loves you and takes care of you. You need to tell them what is going on because it is not acceptable. It don't have to be, I don't know what parents be on. They're too young and I don't want to expose them. You're right. you so goddamn right. Let some, just let somebody else do it then because it's going to happen, especially in our society. Baby, I had an app on my phone. I was at a family dinner and let some children in my family see my phone. It was a voice recorder app. And I'm letting them play with it because it'll change your voice to different things. Like I use it to do the intro to this show. I'm looking, trust me, y'all, I'm looking forward to changing the intro to reflect more of your world healer. Um, but God damn it, if it didn't pop up on the screen, but I said it. I looked at my sister because my, my sibling is the one that um, mentioned it to me, you know, because the baby said shown her. I was like, God, I felt guilty and bad. I'm like, I'm just doing the voice off. What the hell? 
they'll they'll flash on the screen the stuff and then hope you act especially if a child got your phone and act and touch it and you know click on it you in a whole nother realm you never intended you enter at your own risk forget that we're gonna suck you in it's the, it's not a fair game that's being played out here. That's why we have to utilize our good Mars opposite plural energy at a Capricorn full moon for some productive use. And their Friday night, you you might it might not be until then that you really get this strong impetus, okay? Because when the moon is in Aries, it kind of feels like springtime, like you're ready to go. Um, that's the that's the uh, last thing there, and I've been really talking to y'all in generalities. You can go back to last week and listen to. Uh, I did mention what card, tarot card I pulled for every sign, and the only thing I can think to mention about that with the last few minutes we have is because uh, I, I, I you'll hear when I say last week I I did that I was given that pull for the whole week leading up to the full moon, so the, these cards are still in play. And I've already mentioned, you know, about the pool that the pentacles are pulled to earth energy for the present and the future. So when you're thinking about what's coming after the time frame of the pool, the week leading up to the full moon, which would be the full moon season for the next two weeks on the short term, and definitely could include at least eclipse season on the long term when you're talking about the future, and they were both cap- uh, pinnacle energy. The future energy is, is in Capricorn. It was the three of pentacles. Mars in Cap Mars. We've been talking about this whole show in Capricorn. We've been talking about this whole show that talks about material growth and effort paying off and how we use our time. Do you use your time watching porn or do you use your time creating your reality, creating and producing and constructing for the next, for what's to come? In the future. So, you know, a lot of, I did get to mention a lot of it last week, and I just don't want to repeat anything. I will say that there was some energies playing out in the background uh, because in the main spread we had wands. In the overall, eight of wands, I told y'all, life is taking off. Okay? Eight of wands overall, this this week. Life is taking off. Things are coming to conclusions. We're charged up. If you low vibing, you want some more jealousy stuff. If you high vibing, you expecting good news. You're expecting good rewards and success for the hard, hard, smart work you've done. You ain't scared of the parent coming home. You're good on that. You've been handling your responsibilities. And so there's more wise energy in the past telling, telling you about what's already been done. You're enjoying stability already before the full moon and cap even comes because you don't made your bed. You you don't wipe down the counters. Like you sitting down reading a book, you good. The, the four of Wands in the past talks about domestic improvements that you're already enjoying. Freedom you're already enjoying. You've already made a decision to move on. So you ain't on no low vibrational Mars Pluto controlling, manipulating nothing. You you being and you letting others be. It's before. It's stable. It's in the past. We've already made that decision. And for those that have in the present and in the future is the pinnacle, that stable energy. No, it ain't super fast like the wands. No, it's not fast like the fours. It's pinnacle. It's earth. It's, it's slow, but it's stable. It's slow, but it's steady. It's slow, but it's secure. 
And so I mentioned the Libra had the five of wands, Saturn and Leo, and I just wanted to mention again that, you know, it may be a Libra or Libran energy within yourself or your life that you tap into that allows you to utilize five of wands, talks about adrenaline, what that sound like. It, it governs pent-up energy, what that sound like. What we've been talking about this whole time, our choices that we make with our good sexual energy. It doesn't have to be an inner struggle, five of wands. It can be brainstorming, the energy of brainstorming and ideas and going for the gold and making plans and being assertive and making new alliances. Get off the damn porn and go meet somebody in person for real. You ain't got to dress up for that uh, for that screen. You ain't got to dress up for the screen. You get to look any kind of way. <laughs> um, and so then in the present and the future with the pinnacles, so, um, the signs that got pinnacle cards as well, specifically with Pisces, Gemini, Virgo, all, almost all of the mutable signs, and Scorpio and Capricorn. And Capricorn is another, look at that, Libra in the wine's energy, a cardinal sign. Think about the new moon season we're in, Cancer, cardinal. It's four cardinal signs. Look to this Libra energy, another cardinal energy, when it comes to directing your pent-up energy and your adrenaline into ideas and making plans and going for the gold and making new alliances and being assertive and brainstorming. And when it comes to these pinnacles, where it talks about stability and it talks about material reward and material growth that you can see, that you can measure, that is lasting and stable, it starts with Capricorn, another cardinal sign. They got the ace of pinnacles. That's where it starts. It starts in that energy. It starts with them. It starts in the fact that this very margin energy of our sexual vibrancy that we're needing to direct in constructive and productive uses is exalted in Capricorn. The very energy of this moon. there's a real opportun- energetic opportunity here to be exalted. I don't mean get a goddamn award. I mean get them rewards, that success that come from putting in that work and being responsible. What's the point? and cleaning up the house and doing everything you already knew you needed to do if, if there wasn't something that comes out of it. This Ace of Pentacles talks about finding value. When your children value what they have, they want to keep it clean. When they value the fact that you're the one that makes sure they eat and have clothes and survive, they want to take care of some stuff. Uh, I saw that there's a hand up, and I definitely, since I hadn't been broadcasting during the day, I hadn't taken a call in quite a while. So with the last few minutes we have left, left, I'm being led to do that. If you want specific, I've been slowed down on the consulting outside of my mama's babies, but uh, you can always contact me. There's something in that episode information for you to click on to get to me, okay? Um, call us from the 830. You're live on the air with your world healer, Peace. How are you? I'm doing so good. How are you? What's your name? Uh, Justin. I'm from Texas. I was just listening. Hi, it's a good show. Okay, awesome. How are you feeling this? Fine full moon evening for the week of the full moon. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been one of those days. Uh, 
Okay. Like I entered the twilight. I entered the twilight zone. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I love the twilight zone. Well, most of the time. <laughs> What's your, how do you yeah, feel about the entering the twilight zone? Um, it's good. It 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 does have its good qualities, but it has its um question marks or it makes you doubt yourself, you know. Of course. Which uh I yep. think it's supposed to, it's supposed to it's test of your character. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but uh yeah, it's interesting. Um there's no words that could you know right. the uncommon becomes common. <laughs> yes, wow. And then but then your relationship with the uncommon has to change since it changed, right? That's your true. relationship with it changes because it's transforming. And so you're transforming, yeah. we're transforming, we're evolving. And so a lot of That's, people are scared of that. If you've ever heard the phrase yeah. evolve or die, right? Even in the right. title of this show, I say, I'm basically saying evolve, transform, evolve, or be dragged. The choice is ours. And so it's beautiful to hear that you have such a relationship with this what you term, and I've heard, I feel the, similarly of entering the twilight zone. Um, yes, we're we're shifting into another portal. We're not in the cocoon anymore. We're not caterpillars anymore. We are, we are developing into some beautiful, beautiful butterflies. I'm so happy and thankful that you called in and are listening, Justin. And I hope to catch you again next week. Thank you. Thank you. You have a great night. You too. Thanks. Peace. Oh, that's a powerful way to end the show, y'all, just because that's Pluto. That's high vibrational Pluto when you're connecting to those in this generation high vibrationally on some rebuilding-ish, on some regenerating-ish, on some healing-ish. We're all in this together. We all got to look out for each other. We all got to look out for the babies. We all got to look out for the elderly and the disabled and those with mental disabilities. We all have that responsibility, and Capricorn Full Moon is here to remind us of that. The parents done came home. <laughs> so we're going to learn today, y'all. I love you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Stay connected, and until next week, peace and power to your Capricorn Full Moon. Thank you, thank you.